Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Mind is the Matter podcast, where we will be expanding our minds to its fullest potential, bringing it to its peace, and healing and loving ourselves along our journey. I am your host, Alyssa, so let's get started. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Mind is the Matter podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa, and oh, do I have a treat for y'all today on this episode. We're going to talk about our lovely narcissistic people and if they truly are capable of love. Yeah, let's talk about it. But before we get into this episode, before we dive deep into this episode, because believe me, I have a lot to say there's a lot to unfold that I am just so excited to share and to open y'all's minds to this topic for today's discussion but as always give y'all a little my little life update I'm in pain (laughs) y'all I am in pain because I like this morning went to the orthodontist got my got my braces tightened and lord have mercy on my soul I'm ready to set them crates up hand out my social security number, all of that, because I'm in so much pain. Like, this shit sucks. I don't know anybody out there that's ever had braces, but let me tell you right now, this shit is horrible. But it's only temporary. What's wild to me is I really paid thousands of dollars to be in pain, but you know what? It is what it is. The outcome is what's going to make it worth it in the end, and that's what I'm looking forward to in September when these suckers come off. Oh, my God. But I'm like just bearing like, I mean, I'm going to have to wear my retainer, but I think I'm going to get a like a permanent one because why not? But yeah. And then on top of that, I just want to announce that I officially expanded my podcast. So now you can stream this podcast on Apple Podcasts. And for those who do not have Spotify and choose to like, well, you like Apple or you prefer Apple better instead. Now you can listen to it for the free 99. So everything that you see on here, you will see on Apple Podcasts. So just really excited. I literally did that today. Like I put a little poll on my Instagram. I was like, all right, so should I expand? And everybody was like, yes, go do it. (laughs) Did that within five minutes. I kid you not. Whenever I say at the end of the business day, I really meant like two minutes and it'll be done. Like it'll already be up and running. (laughs) For those who know me, I'm very impulsive. You tell me go and I'll like you'll tell me go and I'll say, all right, let's go. We gonna do this. So I'm really excited to announce that. And oh my god, another thing too. I has anybody else have been seeing this freaking Bowser song from the Mario movie? Like it goes peaches, 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 peaches. <laughs> yeah. That song has been stuck in my head for the last eight hours of my shift because my brilliant self forgot to bring my headphones. So I literally had no music and nothing my entire shift. For those who know, you know, (laughs) very deep in my thoughts. And that's what cultivated this, this idea or this topic for today's episode. So I guess me going without music did some good. (laughs) But already, y'all, let's get into the quote of the day. And that quote is... Let's see, let me pull it up. A lot of things broke my heart, but it fixed my vision. How this how this quote ties in for today's episode. How many times have you ever gotten your heart broken? And each time, that's depending. Like I said, all depending. We learn things differently in 
how we learn them. It's okay. We're at our own pace. But how many times have you ever gotten your heart broken and this really taught you something? Like, I feel like the best lessons do come out of heartbreak because it truly has made me realize a lot of things to look out for, a lot of things that I don't want in my next relationship, and a lot like dealing with my own pain, like how I'm healing from, like how I'm healing myself out of that. But also, taking down that wall or taking down that picture that you just painted oh like (laughs) the fantasy of what you thought this person was that you painted over and then you're coming to the realization that oh my god this person was the the complete opposite of what I painted them out to be yeah that's fixing your vision that's coming to reality that's coming that's coming down from your delusions coming down from cloud nine and just accepting the reality of what this person is and sometimes as harsh as it is, you needed that. You needed the heartbreak in order to fix things, like to fix, to fix your vision so that way now for the next situation that you come across, you're aware of these things and you're not going to do it to yourself again. But like I said, some of us you know, learn harder than the others and that is okay. It takes a few tries in order for us to really figure it out and learn the lesson. But, you know, at the end of the day, as long as you're trying to learn the lesson, that's all that matters, right? <laughs> so good quote for today but anyways i'm excited let's get into this damn episode because oh do i have a lot to say in regards to this so are narcissistic people actually capable of love like many people who have had a relationship with someone who had with narcissistic traits come away with the question can a narcissist really love you and based off of some of the research i've found the answer would be no (laughs) like however there is a distinct difference between someone who is diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder yes that is a real thing y'all people can be diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder and you know the difference between that and also a person who has narcissistic traits so people with NPD, also known, as, also known as narcissistic personality disorder, have traits that are in opposition with the ability to love another person, at least in the way that, that people without N, N, NPD understand love. These traits include a lack of empathy, a sense of entitlement, and a tendency to exploit others for personal gain. However, NPD exists in just a small number of people. An estimate of 0.5% to 5% of adults in the United States. People with narcissistic traits, however, w- that do not have NPD are likely to experience love in the same way as others without NPD. So, what exactly like since we're talking about narcissistic personality disorder, what exactly is that? So, NP- NPD is a mental health condition char- um, characterized by pathological personality traits of a grandosity, which is also an, an inflated self- sense of self, attention-seeking behaviors, and a lack of empathy. So, according to the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, 5th edition, criteria for diagnosing NPD, an individual must have five or more of the following features. So this is inflated sense of uh, self-importance, arrogant behaviors and attitudes, 
envious towards others, lack of empathy, exploits others for their own advantages, an excessive need for admiration, preoccupation with fantasies of unlimited success, power, intelligence, or beauty, and sense of entitlement. So if someone in a relationship has NPD, like, you know, whether that's a family, a family member, a friend, or a romantic partner, symptoms can cause very high significant challenges. So like I said, with these, you know, that that portion that I just described of a person actually having a narcissistic personality disorder, you know, like I said, what like everything that I listed out, if you've ever experienced that and this person, you know, they're not self-aware, they're not checking themselves into a therapist to actually get diagnosed with this because normally narcissistic people don't see the error of their own ways. They think that everything, they like there is no wrong in what they're doing which is so unfortunate. Like you're literally a twister in people's lives and you don't give a flying fuck about what you just, what what hurt and what pain you just caused. So, you know, can these people actually love other people? Like someone who's actually diagnosed with NPD, can you actually love another person? And the answer is someone who is diagnosed with MP- NPD does not really possess the ability to love another person in the way most people understand love. Like, I understand, like, that sounds really harsh, but many of the features of NPD are an- unethical to love. And narcissists may show you love and act in loving ways, but this tends to be conditional. And that displays of love depend on what you give them in return. So for people who have NPD, relationships tend to always be transactional like I said I mean I can give a personal personal little testimony of myself when I was in a relationship with you know my ex of six years there was always it always seemed to be like kind of like a tug of war like I in order for me to get something I also had to like in order for me to receive something I had to give something and and it wasn't in a matter it wasn't in a manner that I felt like was true love And I mean, he had a lot of narcissistic traits about him. I don't think necessarily he would ever be diagnosed with NPD because I think, I mean, we were just kids. We were only 15 and then we broke up with him when we were 21. Well, he was 22 and I was 21. But, you know, we were just a couple of kids and, you know, very immature. So I can't even sit here and say that. But, you know, like I said, to I can express my own emotions and how that relationship, how that relationship made me feel about myself and what I took out of that and I feel like I I genuinely was in a narcissistic relationship with a person that was like that you know he was very controlling he hated whenever I would wear something you know revealing and it wasn't even it wouldn't even be like crazy revealing like he just was very possessive very controlling but at the same time you know he would carry traits that oh man it just I'm going down memory lane and it's a lot a lot to go down through because I moved on from it so whenever I bring it up like and I don't say this to bash him in any way I I truly do hope and hope and pray in my heart that he's gone out of his own toxic ways and truly healed himself to be a better person for the next woman that he comes across but you know like I said that that's that's what I've endured in that relationship and you know, I feel like things were transactional when it came to our relationship. I don't think things were ever done out of pure love when it came to him. Like I never, I never genuinely felt loved when I was with him. And as sad as it is, I don't, I, 
I felt love before, but I don't think I've ever truly experienced what true love feels like from from a significant partner. And it saddens me to say that, but I mean, it's the truth. I don't I don't think I've ever come across that. Or maybe I mean, in bits and pieces, maybe. But even then, I just got love bombed. So I don't even think that was like I, I don't think I've ever received love that was just untransactional ever like there was there was no like there was no games there was no agenda attached to it it was just purely out of someone just genuinely loving me for me and just wanting to give me that and I mean I've received that from friends of course like love doesn't always have to come from relationships I just want to make that known you can have love in different forms different places and different persons it doesn't um it doesn't always have to stem off of relationships I just want to let that be known but like I said, you if you've ever been in a relationship with someone where you truly feel like it's just constant, like in order for you to get something out of them, you have to give something to them. And you just don't feel in a place where you genuinely feel valued or you feel like this person is just trying to control you and just be like like you're their personal puppet and they have all all lengths of control of what you do, what you wear, how you dress. Well, I just said that. <laughs> how you carry yourself it's just so many things like in that manner and i that's not that's not what love is that, that's not somebody that truly values you as a person that's not someone who truly loves you and if you're going through this right now like please remove yourself i know it's hard believe me i always say this but please choose yourself in all aspects because you don't have to deal with that you don't have to deal with the manipulation from a person that you and your heart feel like you know you don't deserve you don't deserve that but also you're battling the fact that okay maybe some of the good times that they did give me like you're holding on to that but honestly that good that one good moment shouldn't overshadow all of the bad moments that they've that they've put you through don't let don't hold on to one good moment please if the if the good or if the bad outweighs the good you have to get out of there you have to remove yourself. You have to do the right thing by you and choose yourself, even as hard as it. Because like I said, even abusive relationships, you know, so many people are like, why can't you just get out of it? It's because your mind literally feels like you are trapped. Like you you physically feel like you are codependent on this person. And if you leave, like you're, it's kind of like fearing too, especially if they're verbally or like, emo- like they're verbally or physically abusing you you really feel like you're stuck like you can't move and when you try to move you feel like they're just right there there there's no getting out I've been in situations like that before it's hard it's very very difficult to remove yourself but when you do you're gonna be so happy that you did it's it's not gonna be easy at first but take little steps take it day by day I promise you it's gonna get easier so anyways let's continue so Love is not self-serving, proud, boastful, exploitative, or envious. A relationship, whether romantic or platonic, with someone someone who is diagnosed with NPD can be toxic, drama-filled, and in some cases, dramatic. So, an individual may find themselves being gaslit, love-bombed, and manipulated. Like I said, you know, like, simple things like that would come with being with being with a narcissistic person you feel gaslit all the time you feel like you know 
it's like they're making you seem as if your feelings are completely out of this world. Like what you're telling them doesn't exist. What you're doing, like how you're feeling is crazy. Like they make you feel crazy and like make you feel like you're losing your mind over something that doesn't exist when it does in fact exist. They just don't want to deal with it because that, that, that requires them to have empathy for you and narcissistic people tend to not have empathy symbol and it's important to establish and maintain healthy boundaries when in a relationship with someone who's diagnosed with NPD this is a serious mental health disorder and treatment for the disorder is strongly encouraged if you are someone who has been diagnosed with NPD and and you may be listening to this or you feel like you have you have certain traits of narcissistic behavior that you just see within yourself, please, if you're seeking this podcast, if you're listening to my words, you're listening to the wisdom and the advice that I have to give, please just seek professional help. Because as as easy it is for you, like, I mean, obviously you're seeking this out for a purpose. You want change. You want to be better. You want to, you know, take yourself out of these ways and these characteristics so that way you can be better and I applaud you if you're one of those people that are like this that are listening I applaud you because you made the first step by doing by I mean even listening to this by trying to change your mindset change things for the better for yourself so that way you can overall be a better person to someone else and also for yourself as well but like I said just please seek help in any way because I know I can help from a personal standpoint. However, I am not a licensed therapist. I'm not a licensed mental health counselor yet. <laughs> but, you know, if you truly want change, be like you want things to be better, you, ha- you, you got to find better. You know, you, it's so hard for me because I, I, I can't sit here and just die. I can't not diagnose or just give, you know, what a mental health counselor would say in response to this. But, oh, I mean... From a personal standpoint, just don't get involved with someone if you're trying to heal yourself, you're trying to heal the parts of you and the characteristics of you that are toxic to unfold them and remove them from you, like things that are not good about yourself and you want to take away those habits and take away those traits and replace them with better ones and good ones, then, you know, don't get involved with someone else. don't, Don't hurt someone just because right now you're in a hurt place within yourself. I mean, that's really all I have to say in that matter. But in regards to those bo- to those boundaries, sometimes setting boundaries may not be enough to keep you safe. If you think there are elements of abuse in your relationship, it is important to talk to someone who can help. And of course, I'm always going to say this, you know, to find help for domestic abuse, if you think you may be experiencing domestic abuse, support is always available. You can call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at uh, 1-800-799-7233 for free confidential 24-7 care and support and also contact loveisrespect.org by calling 866-331-9474 or texting love is to 22522 for support if you think you could be in an abusive relationship and also you can visit the national Co- um, coalition against domestic violence also known as ncadv a domestic violence prevention ad, uh, advocacy group with a list of resources for relationship abuse 
and help. So let's get into narcissistic traits versus NPD. So someone can have narcissistic traits without meeting the criteria for an NPD diagnosis. So many people act in narcissistic ways at some point in their lives. Of course, we have all had our own toxic ways. We've all have our little our gimmicks, but that doesn't necessarily put us in that put us in that category of having NPD. So too often people do refer to someone as being a narcissist because of behaviors or attitudes that resemble the features of NPD. So it's really important to understand that having narcissistic traits does not mean a person is not able to love someone. So I and and to take away from that, I think all people are capable of love but at the same time i think to myself that it really does is it nature or nurture like is someone you know born like that or someone like they were nurtured into becoming that way oh i man my freshman year college we had that theme like are people born monsters or are they nurtured into becoming monsters? Like, oh, that was so, I freaking, I love my English class. I love writing, creative writing. That's my shit. <laughs> um, I'm a nerd in that aspect. But, you know, like, it's so true, though. It's like, are narcissistic people just naturally born that way? Or how, look at their upbringing. Look where they came from. And they just decided to soak in all the darkness, all the negativity, and just become this negative person, negative energy and be this tsunami and anybody that comes in their path. You know, I always look at that and I mean, can a person, like can a partner possibly turn them, you know, into something that's good? It really all depends on the person that is the narcissist or the the person who has narcissistic behaviors and traits. It really does mount all up to them and how they truly feel in their heart if this person in front of them is shifting them in a way that they want to change their ways for better and that they don't want to be this person anymore. Or that person that is good in front of them, they're breaking that shell away from them and now they want to be something else that is like that straying away from the negativity that they were so consumed up with. So... There's that. I, I mean, we throw narcissists, that, that word around so often to people that I think people just tend to forget what the true meaning of narcissist actually means. And, you know, the way f- the features impair functioning in multiple, are- in a- multiple areas when it comes to just your embodiment as a person, like, you know, you, your identity, your self-direction, your empathy and intimacy, you know, of a person's life is the difference between an MPD diagnosis and having narcissistic traits because both past and current life circumstances can evoke multiple features, but may not necessarily be be an ingrained part of who someone is, that meaning their personality. Because a broad general example of this would be someone who experiences a seasonal of like financial hardships, you know, after years of financial wealth, like they may be preoccupied with fantasies of the wealth and the power that they used to have that they may also feel superior to others because and and also become envious of those who are wealthy and tend to gravitate towards people who make them feel important. Sometimes the thing about narcissistic people or people who do have these traits, they always lean towards their ego 
like who is going to feed their ego the most because your ego is what makes you feel important so who's feeding that the most and obviously this individual may present with features of NPD but these features are connected to their circumstances not necessarily their personality so that's where you have to understand to decipher between the two because you know in a simple in a simple way to describe it just because a person may possess features of NPD does not mean that they have the ability that they or they don't have the ability to love however it is quite possible that their capacity to love may be limited like that's why that's why I'm saying like if you've ever been in a relationship with a narcissistic person you try to find yourself trying to trying to show them love and try to get that love out of them sometimes you might end up finding yourself in dead ends and that there's nothing that you can do to change the way this person is that's just their that's the way their personality is set up that's just the way they are as an individual and, you know it's genuinely not our job to save people. I mean, <laughs> this is coming from a person that, you know, as much as I can wave a wand and just heal people in in a flash and it'd be quick, healing is not is not easy and breaking breaking a behavior is not easy either. Like that that's something that truly does have to start with the person. Like they have to want it. You know, don't offer your help if that person is not seeking it like oh I'm sorry (laughs) and you know what do you what do you do if you do love someone who with narcissistic traits like I've always I've always asked myself that over the years like what like how, how do I how do I deal with this how do I get out of this situation with someone that I know in my heart is carrying narcissistic traits all around them i'm seeing the red flags this is not a damn circus and i'm the only clown that is walking around here is me if i stay (laughs) like what, what do you do if you love someone with narcissistic traits i mean any relationship with someone who has npd can be frustrating and difficult like but when you love someone it's so hard to walk away from them despite their imperfections so when you do find yourself loving a narcissist, leaving may not be an easy task. It's not going to be easy, I promise. I've it took me six years <laughs> to walk away from a narcissist, okay? Six years. And, you know, like I said, even though we were young, we were still figuring ourselves out. We we're still immature. I genuinely still to this day don't think he's ever learned from his ways. Like, I think he tries, but he's still he falls back into his old ways like you know when I got into another relationship mind you it's been two well we broke up in 2021 and it's 2023 it's been two years since we broke up and he's still you know it it, even in a moment of time I was thinking about getting back together with him like I had a I had a weak moment there (laughs) even being in his presence again kind of triggered me like there's certain things about him even if in a way he was showing me that he was different like I still I still couldn't fully trust it and overall my gut was telling me I couldn't fully give 100% because I knew there was something that was there that that was still there from what I've experienced in the past please do not ignore this if you are having a gut feeling about this and something is telling you in your heart and your soul there's something off, something's off. Listen to your gut, always. So, you know, having that relationship with him and, 
you know, trying to rekindle it again, I was right. In the long run, I, I genuinely was right because after that situation ended, you know, lo, 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 all and behold, I ended up meeting my my last relationship, the last guy I was with. And that it's crazy. It was within a week. I kid you not, y'all. This I know it sounds bad, but I literally met the guy that I was dating like most recently after I got out of that little situation with my ex. A literally a week. I understand his upset, like why he would, you know, feel some type of way or why he would assume like, oh, you were talking to him this entire time that we were trying to get back together or some shit. I get that. that that's an obvious assumption. However, the way he was going about things, like what he was saying to me, and I don't want to sit here and read the text messages because I so happen to still have them, but, you know, I just want to say they were hurtful. They were not something that, you know, I mean, people get mad, but certain shit that this man was saying to me was so out of pocket, like, that was not necessary, sir. (laughs) You did not have to call me that shit. But either way, like I said, my gut feeling was right. Nothing changed about him. That, like, you really can judge a person based off how they how they react when shit is hitting the fan. Like, how do they respond when things are going wrong? That will tell you everything that you need to know about this person. Just saying. But anyways, so huh, relationships with someone who is who has narcissistic traits can evolve abuse, which could be emotional, physical, or sexual. So if you find yourself in an abusive relationship, you can find yourself yourself out of it too. Like there is lots of help and hope available as you navigate your way out of that. Okay. I just want you guys to understand that you are not stuck in the situation. If you feel like you, you need to get out of there, you can get out of there. You are not stuck to this person. You, you are not solely dependent on this person either. If you want a way out, there is so much help out there that can help you get out. And from a personal standpoint, like like I said, I'm always, I use this platform as a safe space, not just for, you know, you guys, but also for myself. I wish I had someone, you know, be there for me and just kind of help me. But at the same time, I did. Like, I just, I ignored it. I I loved, I loved him. And I also, I loved the way his family treated me like like I said I came from a very broken home I didn't have that family oriented type of type of life in the household that I was growing up in I never had family like that that was so engaged in my everyday life that was constantly pushing me to be a better person and telling me that they're proud of me so not only did I latch myself onto him but I also latched onto his family and it was really hard it was difficult for me to just it, it took me getting out of that situation like no one I mean, as much as people have told me, you know, get out of that relationship, get out of it. And believe me, how embarrassing is it to like when you're around your friends, you have to change their number just in case if they call you. Oh, my God. That was well, my best friend when she found out that I was talking to my ex again. Oh, she she was not playing with me. She was like, I will terminate this entire friendship. And I know on the outskirts, like from those from the outside looking in, you probably be like, that's not a real friend. This girl has seen everything that I've been through with this man. And her her reason for saying that to me is, you know, I I can't affiliate myself with you if you're going to if you're going to go down this path again and be stupid. You're smarter than that. Like you should know better. 
why are you even engaging in this conversation or even even thinking about getting back together with this man what the hell what crack what drugs are you taking are you stealing from the pharmacy that you were working for mind you i'm not stealing (laughs) i do work in a pharmacy but i ain't stealing i promise um but no i 100 percent like what she how she responded to that i don't even i don't disagree with her because if the roles were flipped you know obviously i don't think i'd be so so harsh to you know terminate our entire like our friendship but at the same time i would straight up tell her like don't be a dumb bitch like why are you going back to somebody that literally hurt the shit out of you that broke you down emotionally that made you feel so low and made you have little to no confidence in yourself you came so far out of that relationship you've built and you clawed your way out of that why the fuck would you go back and i'm and i and i know we're talking about narcissists you know narcissistic relationships but do not go back to people that you know have have had these characteristics that have that their love was only transactional that they only played you and that they only were manipulating you and gaslighting you out of your own feelings and make you feel as if everything that you are exposed to or everything that they've done to you is not a big deal and that you're you're over exaggerating that you're doing you're being crazy and you're doing the most don't why don't ever go back to that don't go back to that person that broke you I get it sometimes it gets lonely sometimes you you hold on to the one a couple you know, the handful times that you've had good with them and you start reminiscing, you're like, maybe I should text them. And of course, they're going to be welcoming back and with open arms because their puppet's coming back. Holy shit, the person that I manipulated the shit out of, the, they're coming back to me. They want more. Love yourself enough to choose yourself, please. Love yourself enough to never go back to things that broke you love yourself enough so that way you'll you're never even thinking about that person or not even like you'll cut your arm before you ever freaking reach out to them again because believe me it was it was hard for me to endure the pain and the hurt and the tears i've had to go through as a young i was a child i was only 15 16 17 years old those were my growing years those were my teenage years and I was in that relationship that entire time that shit fucked me up as a teen like it really did and I never truly I never truly understood how badly it affected me until I was finding myself in my early 20s I mean I'm still 23 but I mean like in my like from 20 to 20 like 2021 and 22 um those years or even 19 when I moved out when I moved out oh my god like like I said this relationship we were on and off so I never I never genuinely took the time to get to know myself and put myself back together but even after that like I it it took me emotionally checking out for me to to fully remove myself out of that relationship and you know I, I get it sometimes as us women we emotionally check out first before we physically check out but at the same time leave when you emotionally check out or not not even that leave leave when you get disrespected leave when you when you're just done you shouldn't enough should never like you shouldn't be like enough is enough like i need to be done with this 
leave when you feel like you are not being fulfilled and this person is not making you happy because believe me narcissistic people are not gonna they're not there to be happy they're to make you happy they're there to fulfill an agenda within themselves they're there to use you to boost their own ego narcissistic people i feel in my heart are not really capable of loving unless they choose that they want to be like they want to love that they want to get out of those negative ways and get out of their own dark ways and truly embrace the positivity the light and the love that the world has to offer to them and you know, I've taken taken this course freshman year. It was my English course. I freaking never forget this theme because it really it that shit. I carry that <laughs> with me to this day. Are people monsters out of nature or are they nurtured into becoming monsters? And does like I feel like can that resonate the same way with narcissistic people? Like are narcissistic people or traits is that is that created? by their upbringing, by the people that have failed them, by their childhood, their traumas? Is that something that is created that they've completely engulfed themselves into the dark pit and the dark hole of negativity and something that is, you know, that is just of negative, just of energy that is, that no good comes from? Is that, is that what is created or is this person just naturally a fucked up person that they are self-centered, that they genuinely have there's there's no love in their body they are incapable of love is that is that even possible and I think about these things and I wonder to myself you know was any of that real like was that just transactional for you or was it was any of it real because like I said I think the only way a narcissistic person can truly love and truly you know be capable of that is if they get out of, if they get out of their own way and choose to want better for themselves and choose to seek out light instead of the darkness. That I mean, <laughs> some people truly are a slave to their own sin, and their slint their sin can be can backtrack to con- continuously being a dark person, continuously walking in a negative in, in a negative way, with energy behind them that will only spread like wildfire to those who are encrypted into their into their presence. I truly do feel that in my heart. Like there's a lot of things negatively that it affected me while I was in that relationship. Like I was becoming more insecure. I was becoming more agitated, more angry. Out like shit that naturally just wasn't coming from me. Like that that I knew wasn't wasn't me because I was in that relationship. And it's hard because what do you do in a, in a situation when the person that you love is a narcissist and that person just so happens to come right at the time when you're coming from a broken family or they, they kind of sway you right at the perfect moment. Like they, they come as if they're everything that you could possibly want in a person, but then they just turn around and be everything that's not even what you've, you like person that you first met complete change in their character because some people some narcissistic people are like this how how else are they going to get you how else are they going to have you in their in their web they have to they have to be intriguing they have to play the part they have to play this person that is you know endearing someone who's charming someone that seems and comes across like they are everything that you could possibly desire but this listen I don't mean to add some Christianity into this but I'm gonna say this 
if how, how to tell when someone is good for you versus someone who's bad for you like immediately off the bat is this person bringing you to your higher self is this person you know are they are they bringing the best in you are they leading you to a place of safety are they leading you in a way that you feel like their arms are home are they making you feel accepted are they making you feel you know like there's so much more to you that you can be striving for that you know they're pushing you they're encouraging you they're just cultivating and just bringing all of this abundance of happiness and and I mean adding it to you not just you depending on them to be your happiness but I'm saying adding to you because you are your own happiness you should come as a whole before jumping into any relationship because nobody should be nobody should complete you anybody that comes into your life should be only an addition but had a sense of like I, I want you to ask yourself are they adding to you or are they subtracting from you are they taking away from you that is how you'll know if someone's purpose in your life is to distract you and destroy you or someone who's trying to build with you and grow with you that's that's how you know because the same way god can introduce people into your life as a blessing the enemy can equally introduce people into your life as a curse as a distraction to pull you further and further and further away from the person that god has intended for you to be because believe me god has a god has a purpose for you and like i said i don't know if anybody believes in god but or believes in the universe but whatever whatever religion whatever faith whatever god you believe in always know that you're deserving of better that your destiny what you're called to do what your purpose is is at a higher place it's at a higher standard and if there's something that's being sent into your life that's being gravitated towards you or not gravitated but something that is just in the in the midst of your life if that something is taking you away from your calling you know good and well that is not sent from someone from the, from the god that is that is blessing you because God does not, God is not going to send you people in your life that is going to take you away from him. And I don't, like I said, I don't mean to make this into a Christian type thing, but this is just my belief. And my belief is I genuinely don't think that God will ever introduce me to somebody that is going to subtract me or damage me or make me feel less of myself. Because that's not, that's not what it's, that's not what love is. Love is not meant to play games with you. Love is not meant to de- make you second guess who you are. Love is not meant to deprive you of the things and the fulfillment of who you are and what you're meant to be. Now, when the enemy, when, when, the, when the devil comes around, he's going to prance this person in front of you as if it's everything. He's going to make, he's going to make it seem as if there's everything that you could possibly want. However, there's always a lie that's going to be twisted up in the truth that's in front of you. And you have to be able to see the lie that is that is twisted. You have to be able to point that out. Because even, even the enemy will send out an ex back to you to see if, if he still got you. If he can still manipulate you. If he can still trick you. Because, you know, sometimes we think to ourselves, oh, right person, wrong timing. That's why, you know, they my ex is being returned to me. No. The sole purpose 
that the enemy will send that person back to you is to, to seek out, to destroy you, and keep you away from the things that God overall wants for you, wants better for you. Because the more time you entertain things that are not meant for you, the like the more time you're pro like you're prolonging what actually is. I hope this. I hope to God I'm saying that correctly. Like, but I hope we, I. I mean, I would hope you guys understand what I'm saying. The more time you entertain things that are not meant for you, like that. That's the exact same time you're gonna have to wait for things to come into your life that are meant for you. You know, don't entertain the curses in life. Entertain the blessings. However, I will say one thing too. God will send people into your life to betray you. <laughs> it's like there that the universe will send certain individuals to betray you. However, that person's purpose of betrayal is meant to teach you something so that way a next door, the 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 door that is opening can give you more of a revelation to what is to come it's, it's building your character i know sometimes why, i was like why god can't you just send me my person already without you know being like oh this is gonna build your character i see that meme all all the time but it's the truth though sometimes we have to come across people in order to build a character learn the lesson and just keep it moving forward but understand the difference when something when somebody's good for you and someone's bad for you uh, anyways i feel like i'm getting off topic um <laughs> Like I said, sometimes when it comes to the nurse, these narcissistic loves, when, you know, how, how do you get out of it? And I mean, I explained how I got out of it and how I feel now as, as a as someone who was in it for so long at, a, at such a young age, man. Like I was I was only a kid and I I had no business being in that relationship. But I think the main, like I said, the main reason why I stayed so long is because I didn't have the love that, you know, from my family. I mean, I'm not saying my mom never gave me love, not my dad ever gave me love. But like I said, ugh, I hate that I keep saying that. But like I said, but like I said, but like I said, I'm so annoying. I'm trying to, trying to be more articulate with my words instead of just repeating the same things. Because I've, I listen back to my own podcast and I'm like, you know, I say like I said a lot. So <laughs> trying to revert out of that habit. But oh, it's it's hard. It was hard for me. I'm not going to lie. It was very hard to get out of that and to stop loving someone that was no good for me. It's, you know, how do you tell your heart to stop loving something? How do you, how do, you do it? And sometimes I think we we base our feelings and our and our decisions just solely off of our our emotions and how we feel in that moment of time, but you really have to look at the facts. You have to look at the actions before you start, you know, taking taking that action and doing something for yourself for once. And I know it's hard, but getting out of that narcissistic relationship is, is going to be the best thing that you'll ever do for yourself. And, like, yeah, it's so hard. I keep saying it's so hard because it really was, man. I had no business being in that relationship for as long as I did. And I wish I would have loved myself more. But the more important thing is I learned a lot out of that relationship. I learned about myself. I learned how to grow out of that, you know, and just not accepting the bare minimum, not accepting things that are not right for me, not accepting things that are not treating me the way I deserve to be treated. You know, everything under under the sun <laughs> from what I learned in that relationship. 
can a narcissistic person really love though it always gets me it always gets me because the lover in me be thinking she bob the builder and that she could fix people and that she could save people because you know apparently i'm superwoman now but you can't i i know in your heart you feel like okay i have this big ginormous heart i know the way i love can just it can click for somebody it can transform somebody and it can for the right person but if that person in front of you so happens to have narcissistic behaviors and traits there's really nothing that you can do there's there's no amount of love that you could possibly give to this person because they're not looking at you like this person with all this unlimited unconditional love they're looking at this person they're looking at you like i can use this person to my own advantage and they are truly self-centered they are not thinking about you they don't care about you they're using you to boost their own self-importance because something they don't tell you about narcissistic people is they're probably the most insecure ones out there the most insecure ones why do you think people like they feed off of other people and they feed off of getting that validation off others and trying to fill that void within themselves with with attempting to control another person to feel empowered to feel superior to their peers believe me is <laughs> we've all dealt with it right we've all dealt with it at one point in our lives but the most important part is do you want to stay in that is that something that you want to settle for is that something that you feel in your heart that you deserve because let me tell you you don't deserve that you don't deserve to stay in somewhere not somewhere but you don't deserve to stay with someone who is not giving you the world that's not giving you random flowers that's not taking your mental health in consideration and prioritizing it and making it known and coming meeting you halfway or meeting you 80 percent when some days that they're 30 or no i mean meeting you 80 percent when you're feeling like you're in your 30 percent and always there for you on your bad days and lifts you higher on your good days and supports you through everything just somebody who loves you the way you deserve to be loved and not have to sit there and convince someone to love you and choose you and see your worth narcissistic people can't give that to you and this much as you try to get past that get past their behaviors and just try to hold on to the one moment that they were good to you you gotta let it go you gotta let it go for you because that that handful of times you're gonna look back and it's gonna be five years ten years down the road and you're sitting there still looking at the times that they were good and now those are just memories now they don't even happen anymore do you really think you deserve that do you really think you deserve someone who can only give you the bare minimum someone who looks at love like it's transactional the only way that they will do something for you the only the only time they'll ever do something for you is when you're doing something for them in return that's not love y'all that is not that's not love that's not the love that we 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 deserve that we're valued into and conditioning ourselves into believing i know in my heart that's not love and you know it's unfortunate that right i mean 
I know it's not not going to happen. I know one of these days when, when it's a time, I'm going to receive that, that unconditional love for some from somebody's son. But in this moment now, as I'm talking about it, I've never experienced it. I've never experienced love that wasn't transactional. And it kind of breaks my own heart because, I, and, I, and I say that from like a relationship standpoint. I mean, I, I receive love everywhere. I receive love every day. Um, but damn, just to, just to be in a relationship with someone who just truly cares about you and loves you with no strings attached. They just, they love you just to love you. They love you and they look at you like you're the world. That There's no terms and conditions to the amount of love that they have for you. Like, and it's in its, in its purest form possible. You can't get that kind of love from a narcissistic person, y'all. You can't get that from a toxic person because narcissistic people are toxic. Nothing good can come from toxicity. Nothing good can be healed out of a dark place. And if you're a people pleaser, if you're somebody that has these hopes in your heart that you feel like you can change them, please. Only seek out those who want help. Help those who want to help themselves. Don't try to convince yourself that you can that you can save them, that you can make them change their ways and make them look at you in a different manner than what they've already looked at you. They've already set the agenda. And that's the heartbreaking part. They've already made it known to you. But you got to fix your vision. You have to see past the picture that you painted over them and you have to just tear apart, tear apart the picture, tear apart the canvas that you sit, that you painted over and look at the real thing. Look at the mural that's behind the paint that you've that you've just created about this person. Take a hard good look at this person. And if you're in that if you're in that relationship right now, I want you to take a long hard look at the relationship that you're in that you're in right now. And ask yourself, is this is this love? Is this the love that I deserve? And please don't sit there and say yes, because you don't. You don't deserve that. You deserve so much, so much better than that. And I want to end this podcast. Uh, on, I want to end this episode on the fact that narcissistic people are people. They are humans. And I always, I anoint healing on those who are narcissistic who have those characteristics, who have those traits, and to truly heal themselves so that way they're not burdening, not burdening, but they're not hurting other people that have no business being hurt. And for those who are in the midst of narcissistic people, choose yourself. Be aware of the flags. Be aware of the characteristic traits to step away. Stop making excuses. Stop trying. Oh, Lord, Jesus Christ. Whew. Damn. Stop trying to make this person out to be something that you know in their heart they're not. It's hard to, it's a hard pill to swallow, but please take people for what they are and, and go with that. So, oh, this was a lot. <laughs> this was, a, I had to take my glasses off for this one. I've been blind this entire episode. <laughs> oh my God. I need to stop. Anyways, y'all, I love you guys so much again for those who are coming back. Thank you for staying tuned for those who are new here i'm so happy to have you welcome along this beautiful journey of ours <laughs> enjoy the roller coaster we're gonna have some laughs we might 
some episodes might trigger you, but at the end of the day, this is all cultivating to bringing us to our inner peace, getting past our traumas, and overall just finding the expansion of our mind to bring I was going something with this. You know, I do this every single time. Come on, Alyssa. Get it together. But you guys know what I mean. (laughs) So anyways, y'all. I will see you guys back here on the next episode. Thank you guys so much for joining in on the Mind is the Matter podcast. I hope this episode along with every episode is bringing you closer to your inner peace and supports you along your healing journey. If you're loving the vibe this podcast is bringing to you and want to stay up to date with upcoming episodes, please hit that follow button and leave a review so it can help me reach other potential listeners who are eager to get to the root of their true selves. Also, my DMs are open for questions at the Mind is a Matter pod, so go ahead and give that a follow as well to receive daily motivational quotes and updates on upcoming episodes. Continue to be patient with yourself along this journey and I will see you back here on the next episode.